You're stupid in this world. Martin Luther King did nothing. He apparently ended segregation. Segregation um, still happens today because nobody wants to sit with the gross, musty black kids because they steal and they're gross. And black kids are gross, so like they're just a bunch of knickers. White lives matter because black people have gotten almost a whole year of silence for them because nobody cares about them. So therefore, all black kids are musty, crusty, gross, and they smell like shit. So black kids, if you're watching this, you better run because these white people are way better than you because they actually look decent. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. All right, I guess we got to do it. I guess we have to talk about race because it's Martin Luther King Jr. Day week and some racist shit happened in the uh, near where I live and I did not plan to do this episode nor do I really want to I just figured I'd like to have one place that has like a collection of my thoughts and opinion instead of me having to comment and message and you know make a video (laughs) Like, like let me just put it in one place so when people like day day What's your thoughts and opinions on this? Boom, check out the episode of my podcast. So, let, let's back up. This Martin Luther King Jr., uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, day is typically the third Monday of, of, every, uh, of every year. It's not his birthday. I remember growing up thinking it's his birthday. I'm like, hey, why why are we celebrating his birthday if it ain't his birthday? Then I grew to understand uh, his birthday is on the 15th. And so that following Monday, which is now recognized uh, throughout the entire country as a national holiday. I remember a federal holiday. I remember when I was in Arizona, I learned that Arizona was the last state to make it a national holiday. They was like, fuck this. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, fuck this alligator bait uh, dude. So, it was... it was, And I, I've talked about this before. Uh, I didn't realize how important the day was to me until I had children. Right? Because ideally... Uh, or, or, or maybe just the, the, the concept of legacy... And what do you want to pass down to your children? Like, what is important to you will be important to them, so on and so forth. And for the last several years, my oldest, we give him the option if he wants to go to school or Martin Luther King Jr. Day, which, you know, when I grew up, the, like, it was shut down. Um, we didn't go to school on the day, but we learned about it all week. And, you know, uh, Black History Month was, was always like a, I don't want to say celebration, but it, it was important. Right, like we would, you know, on St. Patrick's Day, we would we would have a piece of paper and a green crayon. We would color a shamrock. Um, you know, Halloween, we would have maybe activity, but you know, we we would share candy and 
we would dress up Valentine's Day. We would have uh, those little fucking paper, uh, you know, heart candies, uh, be mine, and you know, like. But Black History Month was 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 the thing, and Martin Luther King Jr. Day and week was was a thing also. And then the the disconnect you just get older, and it's almost like the world don't care about it. Why should you? It's it's, it's almost like Juneteenth, where as an almost thirty seven year old black man did not realize what Juneteenth was and re- and represented until you know four or five years ago. Um, and even then, it was, and maybe it was a little longer than that. But even then, it was okay. This is the this is the day where you know slavery was was done. Okay, and like no, there's there's no there's no Hallmark cards. You know, what I'm saying? there's there's no pinatas for us to um, crack open. No, no white slave master pinata for us to crack open. It was that was it. And now. It's something that I celebrate. We do a comedy show. It's a celebration. It's black joy. And it it, it definitely changes your perception or my perception. I guess let me speak for myself more, more or less. So Martin Luther King Jr. Day was Monday. And I had a friend who was actually on the last episode, uh, Andy, shout out to her, reach out to me that the local news station reached out to her. And they were kind of basically looking for somebody to to kind of talk a little bit about Martin Luther King Jr. Day. She gave him my information. He called me. We ended up having a like a 30 minute conversation, which got cut down to like two minute segments. Right. <laughs> like this is just how the news work. Like we talked for like 30 minutes and basically just has me for like 30 seconds like boom like hey Martin Luther King Jr. Day was important it's sad and disappointing the reason why they did the segment specifically was because this generation and kids in this area North Iowa have a huge disconnect to this man and and what he represent and and the things that he did There, there was like a almost 19% of them didn't realize he had wrote the I have a dream speech which is like what time out there's a lot of things like it's just like michael jackson glitter gloves moonwalk like there's so many things that should just jump out to you when it comes to people and martin luther king you know if we're doing family fruit you know (laughs) if we're doing survey says what what's the number one thing that that's this person you know i don't want to say represent but you know, with those things that you connect with them, it's got to be. I have, I have a dream. I remember. I, I'm. I won't say it's the first thing I learned about him, but uh, if if you don't know that, like you don't want to know that. <laughs> you know, what I'm like it's just not important to you. And so that was kind of the segment. Like, hey, the the kids today don't realize some of the 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 accomplishments that he had. And I did two segments. I will play the. Well, I'll play one of them for you at the end of the episode so you can you can hear and that that way i don't have to go too much in depth about it but it was it was just a really cool experience for me i mean obviously to be on the local news is is dope it it almost makes me feel like somewhere some some person somewhere cares about my opinion on this very important topic uh dr martin luther king jr is, is a huge hero of mine and no man, woman, or child is perfect. Uh, 
but for for the things that this this man did and represented and and fought for and died for and you know was 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 jailed for like come on so that happened i'm on the news four o'clock six o'clock you know it's it's a big moment for me right (laughs) right you know my 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 kids see me on the kids see me on the telly you know and it's it's cool next day i wake up to uh i'm so i'm not going to use a bunch of names so hopefully you can still follow the story but i wake up the next day to uh, a black woman that i know here in the area and she hits me with this video it's it's horribly distorted like it's a very bad reception video like like a android you know like an android video and it is a young white girl on here saying racist shit which is how i opened the episode i don't know this young lady don't know her age don't they they mentioned her name but obviously we're not going to say her name but I'm like, okay, what, what, what's happening? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and she, she, she followed it up with her parents own a business in Mason City, Iowa. Here's the business, and she also mentioned that she knew somebody else that was friends with one of the parents, reached out to that person, and so I'm sort of in like a three way conversation, not not like. Like I'm talking to one person and I'm talking to the black woman and I'm talking to the the woman who is a white woman. She's friends with the, the parents. So I'm talking to her and I'm talking and I'm back and forth. And the white woman who's friends with them was like, hey, I'm, I'm going to go talk to him. I'm like, cool. Okay. Because um, we were trying to figure out like, what do you do when you when you when you get a message like this, when you see something like that? What what's the first course of action? And my immediate reaction was, send it to the business. <laughs> I don't know the parents. I don't know how to reach them. I didn't know um, Kayla and Shane's name at this time. All I knew is the parents of this business has a racist little white girl daughter that's out saying, saying, talking some shit. On Martin Luther King Jr. Day, she, she recorded this on Monday. I assume this circled around made it to my made it to my front door on Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday Tuesday morning I'm drinking my coffee, you know what I'm saying? I'm watching my mixed babies. And so and so so I send it to the business and I I don't know, an hour goes by, maybe less than, and it's a very short message. And I think I think what I want to try to do is be as accurate as possible, meaning Sometimes I, I do, I paraphrase and, you know, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Oh, I, so I was looking through my phone because I want to make sure I, 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 I say what they say. Um, but I, I, I was looking, I couldn't find it for a second. I'm like, oh, did, did the business block me too? Because the dad blocked me, but we'll get to that. <laughs> didn't like, he didn't like the questions I was asking, apparently. So like an hour goes by. And someone responds from the business account on Facebook. This was brought to our attention last night. Thank you for sending it. We are handling it. My uh, immediate response, which is just one, one line, one question. How exactly are you handling it? Right? Because that's a, that's a strong statement. 
You know what I mean? Like it's it's like uh we're on top of it. We are we're we're doing everything necessary to make sure this never happens. What, what does handling it mean? Because <laughs> from from my understanding, you have a daughter who and and maybe I should back up just a little bit for for a little bit more context. She's on Snapchat, I think. Someone said TikTok. I think it was Snapchat. And she recorded this video and uploaded it. So the daughter by herself filmed it. You know, she directed it and starring in this, this very racist rant. I don't know if it was longer. I don't know if it was cut and edited. Right? Like, I don't, I don't know if it was a, a I don't, I don't have that information yet. I don't even know if I'm gonna follow up. Like I don't know if I'm gonna do do like a mini series of episodes about this little racist white girl. I don't think I'm I'm gonna dedicate that much time to it. But young lady, she 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 filmed it, put it out on Facebook, or, or I'm sorry, she put it out on on Snapchat. So they're handling it, okay, right? How exactly are you doing that? So a little bit later, the mom. Responds, and this is my first time having an interaction with the mom. I don't, I don't know the mom. I don't know her character, and I think those are important to say, right? Because it's so easy to judge. Don't get me wrong; I'm okay with judging people. <laughs> I talk about it a lot. I, I think there's, 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 there's layers to it, right? Like if you, if you wrongfully, you know judge a book by its cover and and you're proven wrong to to change your thought pattern because sometimes i think we fall into that that crater of i'm gonna feel how i'm gonna feel and nothing you can do is going to change that so if if i've already made this assumption about you no matter all the good things that you're doing or the the positive things or the opposite things that you're doing will not change my thought because i'm so comfortable with thinking this way which in my opinion you know it's not a great way to go through life however i will say this sometimes as a nigga (laughs) in america i get proven right a lot (laughs) you know what i'm saying like it's experience where you're like this this shit's gonna happen exactly the way i think it's gonna happen and when it does do not be surprised so mom hits me with the message her message was, I believe, her attempt to just explain what handling it was. We have had a talk with our daughter, and she is seeing a professional for the past year. We have had unrelated issues in the past, but it has gotten much worse in the couple of months. I contacted a different therapist to work with her. Okay. Now, now let me give Kayla credit. I'm not going to put her last name out here, but let me give Kayla credit. She did not have to respond. I got in a full conversation with <laughs> with somebody who, in my opinion, and in a lot of people's opinion, was a huge apologist and basically going to bat for this couple. One of those people that's like, I know them. You know, they they they, they the daughter didn't get this from them. Like the parents owe nobody and they don't know anybody any explanations or apologies which is correct like nobody owes anybody anything in this in this life right 
it's like if if my child hits your child, do I have to say sorry? Do I have to tell my child to tell your child to say no? I don't have to do it, but that makes me a decent fucking human being, right? Like that's like, hey, don't hit a child. Don't I mean don't hit another kid? Like why why did you do that, child? What is the problem? How can we fix like those additional steps that we take as parents or just grownups in general are ways to help be great human beings. It's really just that simple to me. So no, you know, you, you don't have you don't owe me an explanation as a black person or anybody as a uh, for that matter. But it's it's very similar to like when racist people, you know, <laughs> say shit and, and they get canceled well, maybe not canceled because cancel culture is going in a completely different opposite direction I don't think they was planning for how things to be how they are but you know like uh, you know your Harvey Weinsteins and your Louis C.K.'s and, and Bill Cosby's just you know they can rape people right do they do they have to apologize for it do, do, do they do they have to you know, uh, give an explanation. They don't have to. They don't owe it to anybody. But the outcry and outpour would be like, why the fuck is this happening? How can we prevent this from happening again? How can we get this situation to other people so that we can learn from it? And I don't mean to laugh and and sort of make anybody feel like uh, I'm making light of this topic because these are serious topics. But it does baffle me how we can't look in the mirror and say there are there's more that there's more that I can do. Right? Just because you don't have to do something doesn't necessarily mean you shouldn't do it. And I digress. So she hits me with that message and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. I just, I'm just now realizing my my interaction, like my side of it, has been super short (laughs) you know like like i literally just sent a message with no context (laughs) just i sent the video the shitty blurry video and then she said she was handling it and then i replied hi how exactly are you handling it and then she sent me that message and this was my last (laughs) this was my last response i'm not hearing any accountability will there be a public address that's the last thing that i said she responds so so let me just to give like the dates so she sent me that message i read it i gave it time i didn't respond until wednesday so once again this all happened tuesday i get the message we're talking i send it to the the business they send it back or um they respond back give it time let it breathe <laughs> you know what i'm saying sleep on it how do you feel about it the following mo- morning, Wednesday is when I said, okay, so I'm not hearing any accountability. Will there be a public address? Because I think essentially that's what, I lo- that's what I'm looking for. That's what I want to have seen um, and read or heard or, or whatever. I think the most important part is how we react to something shitty that happens. And when we talk about accountability, we also have to include empathy. The white woman that I that I know that that I absolutely love and adore, who is friends with them, had a conversation with with the mom. I have other best friends who have had conversations with the mom, and 
the conversations that that they're telling me that they've had is, hey, this is pretty shitty. And there's got to be some type of accountability. There's got to be some type of public address. It's, it's going to get worse before it gets better. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to not know what to say and what to do. But but you have to be honest. Like you gotta you gotta present that. You know, one of the things that you don't want to do is not say anything, and you definitely don't want to deflect. You know, you, you don't want to be like, not my daughter on the video. <laughs> you know, you don't you don't want you don't want shit like that. Um, their actual public address, if you will was was pretty pretty piss poor and i'll get to that in just a second but that's how i responded she immediately responded with i'm open to suggestions i have spoken to several parents and the school so at this point i'm i'm i can only assume she feels like hey i'm doing all that i can i'm doing as much as i can and the open to suggestion part is is a tricky is a tricky thing to say because what I what I would have probably preferred I don't know if I would have liked it <laughs> like and, and when I say like I mean it, it it would have been like I don't know if I would have you know like uh answered it so so let me let me explain what I mean in the in this and let me explain what I mean open to suggestion is tricky because in one way you're sort of asking for maybe advice or suggestion but you're not directly asking right it's like it it there's a difference between hey what do you think or i don't know what i should do you know what i'm saying like, so like i don't know what i should do what do you think do you have any suggestions how can i learn how can i be better how, you know so on and so forth but when you're just like Mm-mm. I don't know what I should do. I'm open to any suggestions. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? You know, like, I'm very hungry, but I don't know what to eat. Mm-hmm. I'm open for suggestions. <laughs> you you want me to just jump in there? Oh, what about KFC? What about, have you tried the chicken at uh, Taco, Taco Bell? They got new fried chicken wings. Like, what? So I think I would have preferred if if she made it more direct. Like, hey, do you have any suggestions? Maybe, hey, can we start a dialogue? Um, but that's not that's not at all what what I got from I'm open to <laughs> I'm open to suggestions. And like I said, I don't know even if she would have asked me if I if I would have came to her rescue because there's this there's this issue with hey something racist happens black people help me fix it. You know, like, like, I need the answers. You know, like, hey, it's just like spilling a, a can of paint, and like, hey, I don't know how to pick it up. Hey, black people, what, what, what's the best quicker picker upper? <laughs> and and thanks, can you come help me soak up the? So it's it, it gets very tricky because once again, I don't know her, and what I learned through this experience is if a racist white girl in florida does some shit we just go crazy on her right we're just like fuck the parents you know they teaching her this and when it's somebody that we know maybe a family member maybe someone that we're close to maybe someone who's always been nice to us we i feel like we're a little bit more reserved we're a little bit more like 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I get it. I understand it. I was, uh, me and my wife, we, we have these conversations now, which is, which is very beautiful. And we talked about, <laughs> we talked about what if it was her best friend, right? And we love her best friend. Um, and I think we used, I used her best friend as an example because it's probably the closest, one of the closest people that we can pick. Uh, that's a white woman with a white child who also has a, a, a biracial child. But specifically talking about what if it was the the white woman and her her daughter, how would we react? And as much as we love this person and we know that they're better, I think we also have to owe it to ourselves to have those types of conversations and say, you fucked up. This is huge. Or or your daughter fucked up and here's what, what, what you can do to 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 address it. Nowhere during this entire week am I looking for a fix. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. To be clear, there's there's two things that I'm not looking for. I'm not looking for anybody to fix this. Like I don't think there's anything that they can do to quote unquote fix it. Right? Make it all go away. Make me make <laughs> make my black person heart, you know, feel better <laughs> about the world and how it sees me. And I do not 100% blame the parents. I think that's a misconception. I you know, had a conversation with someone and I joke about this. Like if, if my kid chops up bunnies, don't blame me. But there is a responsibility that we sometimes play as parents. I don't think we should put all the barrier on us. But I think there's a thing called accountability. And... You know, like that kid who went and shot those people. You know, if, if I buy my child a gun, or if I have a gun and I leave it you know, on on their nightstand, there is some accountability. If my child is doing some some effed up things, and I'm aware of it, and I know about it, and I do nothing, I say nothing, I encourage it, I look the other way. All those things, the accountability has to fall on you. So I'm not looking for anybody to fix it. I'm not looking for someone to place blame um if you ask me i think it's the girl but again she's a young girl who who apparently learned all this on online <laughs> that, that was the uh <laughs> that's what they went with you know what I'm saying? i don't know where she got it from online what online we're exactly you know what I'm saying? We're, what uh, is she watching fox news <laughs> like what tell me what sites she's saying this because this is word for word <laughs> okay maybe not word for word but it it sound it sound a little bit more influenced than that in my personal opinion but i think she she gets the blame but the parents has uh, an accountability and what i was looking for is the address hey, how do how do we address this as parents we have a, a a small child that's saying these things how do we address it just like going back to the Analogy of the kid hitting the other kid. Do we just walk away and say nothing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do we say, hey, apologize right now. Say you're sorry. Do we learn, hey, hitting people, blah, blah, blah. Like, there's a, there's so much in that teachable moment that we shy from because we're uncomfortable. And I know white people live in this, this I was going to say bubble, but maybe shadow of, of being labeled. A racist or doing something racist or having that like uh 
I don't know, umbrella over them and or cloud over them. But in order to come out to the sunshine, we, we got to go through it. So here's what I was looking for. I was looking for, hey, I saw this racist video. Hey, we're handling. Okay, how exactly are you handling it? I don't fucking know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, the two conversations of people that I'm close with that had uh, conversations with the mom, both have had that like, hey, she just doesn't know what to do. And part of it, you know, it was never happened to me before. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get that, right? Like, sometimes when it's the first time it happens, we don't know. Which makes the question like, okay, when the next kid does a racist video, are you just going to handle it perfectly? Like, what? <laughs> the the message that she responds to me is was so PR, and this is what they ended up going with and putting out uh, on Facebook. But what I was looking for is just honesty. I was looking for empathy, right? Like these words that our daughter said hurt people, hurt black people specifically. This is not. And I'm not, I don't, I'm, I'm not trying to be dismissive in this moment, but I'm just trying to be honest and real with you right now. This is not a people of color situation. This is not a minority situation. She specifically said black, call us the N word, uh, shit it on Martin Luther King Jr., Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And, and I reason why I'm saying doctor a lot is because as we get into 2022 through character assassination and how they change, they stopped calling him doctor. This man is a doctor and we should, we should do so. And to the point where I even do it, or I even did it. Martin Luther King Jr., Martin Luther King Jr., Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., bruh. So, it's a black thing. Hey, these words hurt black people. I don't know if she has them in her life. Someone that she can talk to, can't talk to, but there are community leaders. And hey, I'm putting myself out in the, in, in the conversation. You can reach out, we can have a conversation, we can have a dialogue. Because that's, that's the only way we're, I think, going to move forward. If if moving forward is even an option. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking for empathy. Let me know that you actually understand and care. Or that you're trying. Like that's, that's a huge thing. Accountability is talking about those steps that you're taking. She wrote a letter to the principal and they apologize to parents okay again you run a local business you can only imagine that this would get out that this would get across to people what did you expect the the reason why i'm remotely outraged if 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 at all i'm not really that outraged is you've waited four days to respond and you did not respond until after I put the video out. And I put the video out on all the platforms that I have, that I can, that I can find. You know, I've, I'm going to start a dating profile and put it out there as, as my dating profile picture of this little white girl racist rant. It doesn't suck that she's a young girl. Absolutely, it fucking sucks. But what would be the conversation if she's 18? Oh, she's 18. She's young. She don't know any better. Give her a pass. Oh, she's 25. 25s, you know, make these mistakes. 30 and 40 is kind of when we can really put the blame on on white people saying racist shit. Like, that's our window. You get to that 50 plus, they grew up in a different time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, it's, it's, it's almost more important 
that because she's young, that the parents step up and say, hey, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. All I know is what she said was wrong. We've had conversations. We're going to try therapy. She's dealing with some other issues that could be a factor, could not be a factor. Right? If we're going to if we're going to toss in mental health, we got to also acknowledge a lot of us deal with mental health, right? But we also have to be fair and say sometimes it's a factor and sometimes it's not. And even if it is, let's just let's just benefit of the doubt. Which fucking sucks because as a black person, I am so tired of giving people the benefit of the doubt. Let's talk about it, right? Let's not blame it. Let's not say this is the reason why. Well, let's let's acknowledge it. So, hey, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. Mental health could be be a factor. I I I think you know, and then people are like, "What do you think they should do?" Uh, I think maybe we should start with learning about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Why Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. has a day. You know, why he was so important. There's too many movies. You know, I, I did the the the, rate, the news segment. We talked for 30 minutes. There's a bunch of you got cut. There's too many movies and accessibility to, to information. I know doesn't necessarily make it all facts. <laughs> but we have phones, we have libraries, we have books, we have there, there's ways to to learn and educate if you want to. But yeah, let's let's start with learning a little bit about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. So when you say he didn't do anything, you understand he did a great fucking deal. And not necessarily just for black people, which was which is so beautiful. Sometimes our black struggle is not just for black people. And that that's that's crazy. Other struggles be just for them. We're fight we're 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 fighting to catch up and to change the hearts of the racist America. And he died because of it. Getting off the point. So yeah, let's let's start with learning about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. a little bit. Um, maybe have some conversations with some black people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, hey, this this is gonna sound very shitty to say, but I have to say it. It sometimes feels like we need a black person to be murdered by white police for more white people to wake up. When George Floyd was murdered, I, I had friends that I've known for years. Friends that I never talked to, you know, uh, all white or, or non-black, reaching out and, and wanting to have dialogues, and it's it's great, but it's also so, sort of annoying and and it's frustrating because it's like where where were you when and and then it goes away and and no major headlines and so people kind of fall back and then. You know, something happens again and, and then everybody gets their, you know, uh, poster boards and they want to join the cause. And so, yeah, we need to start having some conversations with, with black people. I think this is also how you understand a little bit more better and you find that empathy. But I, I think that's missing. I think just saying you're sorry 
just is not enough. Fuck you talking about? Hey, I fucking cheated on my wife. I'm sorry, baby. You know what I'm saying? What? When is sorry, my bad, <laughs> ever been really acceptable? When the standards are low. So my my personal and professional opinion, why are you fucking sorry? What'd you do wrong? Who did you hurt? How do you think you affected others? How do you feel about what you did? How are you going to do things differently? What the fuck did you learn through this experience? These are all accountability questions. So don't hit me with my bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're handling it. <laughs> okay. So yeah, th- these these apology letters and these conversations with parents are they involving black parents and black students? Because my fear and concern goes out to them. My fear and concern goes out to this child or the children with this ideology that live with it, that hear it in their household, that gets a gun, goes to a school. This is why these hate crimes happen. This is why we're hated. And before you tell me, oh, she's eight, God willing, she will grow up. That eight-year-old will become a 20-year-old, will become a 30-year-old, become a 40-year-old, live a long, beautiful life. But if we don't fix that shit, guess what we're looking at? We're looking at a 20-year-old racist, a 30-year-old bigot, a 40, you know, so on and so forth. Till she runs for president, you know what I'm saying? Dyes her, dyes her skin orange and, you know, you know where I'm going with this. So, I don't know. Again, wasn't planning to do this. Just thought it would be important to do. And transparency. So you're asking Daddy, hey, what 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 can the parents do? I can empathy, accountability, transparency. Here's the steps that we're taking. We're gonna start learning about Dr. Martin Luther King. We're gonna start learning about, you know, why this word is eat whatever it is. Be honest. I don't fucking know. My child says some racist shit. And I fucking, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm don't say I'm open for suggestions. Ask for suggestions. Anyway. I'm going to end with uh, how the how the remaining conversation went. And maybe I'll, I'll talk about this again. Maybe I won't. Did not mean to go over this long, but it happens. Anyway, open to, <laughs> I'm open to suggestions. I've spoken to several parents and the school. That was it. This was Wednesday morning. Nothing happened after that. So I was like, all right. I, you know, I, I had this like, they're not going to address it until they see it again. Until the business is getting reviews. <laughs> Which I didn't know. Like, I knew you could not delete your reviews on your business page. I forgot that. Facebook is updated where you can pull the tab off. So like, hey, I don't want reviews. <laughs> so the business started getting bad reviews and they just snatched it off their page. So now you can't like go to their page and leave a bad review and tank the... Which, to be honest with you, it's not like a great thing to do. But the reason why it's effective is because it's so easy to block people. The dad blocked me. I, I shared his I shared his 
public address and added some questions and I got blocked. But, you know, maybe he blocked me for another reason. Maybe he saw my page. I had the video. I was like, I don't want to deal with this. But, eh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I posted the video a couple of times, went to sleep. She messaged me at 12.30. I woke up and immediately just started putting it on all my social media. Um, I put it on Twitter because Twitter is my favorite <laughs> favorite social media. And you can put it all on there, right? You know, if you put it on Facebook, they'll, they'll take it down because it's a little white girl, first of all. And then she's saying racist shit. And so they're like, mm, we don't, we don't know. Uh, <laughs> so like I cut it right before she says the N word. <laughs> like, like, I'm just... I, I want people to see it so that we can stop shying away from it. So, but she messaged me. I have, I've not been on here because we've been dealing with this at home. So immediately she's like, Hey, we're trying to figure out this thing at home with our child. Social media is the last thing, right? It's the last, it's the last thing on our, on our mind, which I understand, but here's where, where, where I don't, what's the word? I don't maybe agree is you have three days. This happened on Martin Luther King during your day. You have your day to react and you have your day to respond. So Wednesday should have been the day where they was like, boom, bam, boom, boom. Don't got to get it perfect, but you got to do something. And, and if this is what they decided, poor. (laughs) (laughs) FF minus. (laughs) I've talked to the parents I've talked to parents in the school. And the reason why I don't like that line is because it's so ambiguous. Which, what parents? All the parents in the school? Parents in, in her class? The, the parents that seen the video? Like, what are you talking about? She wrote an apology letter and also spoke to her principal. Okay. Again, what is in the apology letter? My bad. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't think all black people are bad. <laughs> Uh, we had taken we take we had taken away all of her social media last month for another reason. She only had Snapchat and no longer has access to anything. This is a very interesting thing that she shares. Hey, our daughter got on punishment. We took her social media away. Apparently, she 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 was being good, so we gave it back to her. And the first thing she does is drop a racist mixtape. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like Tupac when, when, when Tupac went to jail they were like hey we know you're going to have so much writing and, 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 and songs when you come on and Tupac was like nah bro this is depressing I'm in jail <laughs> but as soon as Pac got out he went to the studio and he lived there this is like this little racist little girl Like she's like you take my social media as soon as I get it back I'm about to drop it on him <laughs> she understands the seriousness and is going to speak to a therapist. I know there is no fixing this, but we are educating her and she has taken responsibility for it. Again, these are all things where how? How does she understand the seriousness? Uh, how are you educating her? And how is she taking responsibility? I mean, it's fun to say, but how? <laughs> I'm so sorry this happened. That line might bother me the most um and and i might be i might be i might be reaching on this one but just taking all this information in that line is like when me and my wife be arguing and she's like (laughs) we say this to each other knowing it drives each other's crazy but it's like i'm sorry you feel that way like 
no accountability on my part. Like, you know, I I called you fat, but I'm sorry you you I'm sorry you think I was calling you fat when really I was you know saying you eat a lot, bitch. <laughs> whatever, whatever it is. I'm sorry that this happened. Uh, maybe yeah, maybe I'm reaching. Like I'm sure she's sorry that it happened. But again, maybe she just sorry this shit got out, right? Because that, that's how it sounds to me. Like it sounds like, ooh, I wish nobody saw that goddamn video. <laughs> I'm sorry that everybody's seen the video. I never imagined she would do anything like this. I've asked her where she's hearing this disgusting crap, and she said on videos online. Which again, I'm like, what, what videos? <laughs> Mommy and daddy videos? Like what? <laughs> you know, <laughs> the video from last Thanksgiving. Like what? What? Okay, online video. <laughs> she's she's at the Q the Q and Q and M or she on Reddit all day. This little eight year old. I don't know if she's eight, but I know she's around that age. Uh, it makes us angry that she did something so stupid and didn't understand how painful her words were at the time. But she does now, which is great. You know, what I'm saying like, you know, three days later, she's a changed person. It's like when a celebrity, you know, like like when Tiger Woods had a uh, what do you call it, sex addiction, and like, hey, go to rehab. He fixed. He all better. The dad put pretty much the exact same thing. So this is a message between me and the mom. The dad put the pretty much the exact same thing, and I shared it on my page, and I just added those things like how is. How is, you know, she understanding? How are you educating? Just a bunch of questions blocked. <laughs> and because I, because he blocked me is what inspired me and encouraged me to make this episode. Uh, I said a lot. Maybe part of this is just to help me um, put, you know, get my words together. Because maybe I'll be talking about this again and again. But it's sad and it's disappointing. And like I said, because she's that age... I think the parents do have a huge responsibility on how they address these things. You can't stop your kids from doing shitty things all the time, every day, all day. But how you respond, how you react, what's serious to you, what's important to you will be important to them. And again, I'm not surprised. It's not necessarily alarming. I I say that one thing is alarming. The The outrage is not what I was expecting. Like, I, I'm not saying I want it more, but, you know, they, they posted on their page and, and they just all at their defense. Like, hey, sorry this is happening. I didn't see the video, but I'm sure you're doing everything that you can. And then there was people that did see the video. Like, hey, sucks. People blaming social media. <laughs> you know, <laughs> social media sucks because that's where she uploaded it. I guess. <laughs> Back in our day, we used to keep our racism behind closed doors. <laughs> so, I don't know. You can make your own uh, conclusion to it. I just wanted to share what 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 has happened these last couple of days on Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day and week. Um, waking up to an eight-year-old racist rant. And yeah, so that's the episode. I will talk to you when I talk to you. I appreciate all the love and support. Be do something nice for somebody, you know. Um, have uncomfortable conversations if it comes to that. No one likes them, you know what I'm saying. But I think we 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 get we become stronger and better because of them. Like on the other side of it, 
it's, it's some of the best things that we can do. So uh, learn, educate yourself as much as you can. Have conversation with people that don't look like you. Uh, that's the end of the episode. Thanks for thanks for listening. The new study is finding out how much the next generation knows about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. A study from Brainly found that 63% of U.S. students incorrectly identified the late civil rights leader's accomplishments or just not aware of his contributions, including his famous I Have a Dream speech. North Iowa comedian Day Peace grew up in Detroit, where the commemorative day is celebrated and revered. He says he's sad and disappointed in the results of the study. He literally gave his life to this particular cause of fighting for racial injustice. So that was one of the most powerful things that I learned early on, like, you know, willing to sacrifice it all for for this this thing that's not right in, in our world. To, to, to change. More than 1,700 students were surveyed.